0: what's taking place around you and in the world and find a way to be excited about it, to be enthused about it, to be caught up in it, because in there is the desire for people to get loving, to receive that loving as well as to give it. That's what this is all about, really and truly is people want to know how to give love and to receive love. Unfortunately in the world, there's a lot of people that don't really know how to do that other than just to give things. Well, I must love you because I'm giving you a gift. Well, you must love me because you're giving me a gift. Well, isn't that nice? But look at it and see if you can begin... To find that movement of true loving that is taking place in all of that. Because when anybody gives something or anybody receives something, there is a movement of loving in it, whether we know it or not. It can be an ego love in the action of giving and receiving, but there's an action taking place. And then it's only up to us to change our focus. Lift it higher, lift it out of the mind, out of the ego, out of the world, and into that flow of spirit. It's just a small degree of change of focus inside that can make all the difference in the world, and in yourself, and in creation. So every day, spend some time looking up. Not just looking up with your physical eyes up to the sky and watching the clouds go by, that's fine. But Look up inside and see what's really there. And see if you can begin to create this movement of loving. And not just right now in the spirit, in the season of loving, But for every day and eventually every breath of every day, so that you live in the loving all the time. Because that's who you are all the time. In truth, you are soul. And in truth, your soul is loving. God created in loving. That movement that created you is loving. And it continues in this day to be a movement of loving and sharing loving with you. Even if you're not sharing loving with God, even if your focus isn't inward and upward at all, God is still sharing loving with you all the time, all the time, all the time. And some of that loving just moves right on past us because we're not open to receive it. We're so caught up in the world There's no place for it to come in. But some of the loving actually remains with us as a gift. A gift waiting for us to open. And it's only up to us to open it that we begin to receive that gift in its fullness and we begin to be able to participate and enjoy in it. So pay attention in your day to see where is this gift of loving that maybe I have not ever noticed or paid attention to or opened and allowed myself to experience. Where is this gift of loving that is of God? Where is it hiding? Is it behind me? I just never can see it? Where is it? If you begin to search for it, you will find it. And the easiest way to find it is to look up and to begin sharing your loving with God. Because the moment you do, you're going to find that gift. You're going to be aware of it. Now, it may be a simple gift of somebody's smile in the world that frees your heart for a moment. That's God's gift to you in that moment. To begin to awaken you to that stirring of loving inside. Maybe it'll be a joke that somebody tells you that causes you just to burst out laughing like you haven't laughed in forever. And you feel something move inside of you. And you go, oh my God, what is that? And you're almost embarrassed that you feel so good in this moment. That's God's gift being open and revealed to you. These are elements of your own true nature that maybe you have not allowed into expression, that you've suppressed, that you've denied for so long. But maybe now that I've spoken of this today and it's in your consciousness, you'll begin to realize, well, these are just God's gifts that are waiting to be opened. And it's just up to me to open them and to experience them and to allow myself to receive them and then see what happens in that receiving. It's really wonderful when you begin to wake up, when you begin to open those presents of loving that God has set into your life. But God is so patient. If you don't open them in this lifetime, guess what? The presence will be with you in the next. He knows one day you're going to realize there's something here to open. There's something here for you to receive. And you'll be finally ready and willing to receive it. Not even knowing what it's really all about or where it's going to lead, but he knows there'll be a day when you will open it, you will take it in, and it will begin to change your life. When I was young, I found the greatest joy for me whenever I was laughing or whenever I was happy or whenever I felt really good was to give that back to God. Not to hold on to it, but just to give it to God. And the more I gave of my joy Or my peace, or whatever it was, God would give me more in return, and I just loved being in that flow and allowing more in as I as I gave, so I received. But it was very interesting. I often would see, and I'm very visual, and I would see auras and different things. But I would see these balloons, sometimes like energy following people around. And sometimes people would stop walking, and I'd actually see the energy kind of bump them on the head, and I'd look around, and like nothing there, they'd reach up and touch where it hit them, and just keep on doing their life, and ignoring it. And I remember one day, I asked God inside, in one of my moments of sharing and loving with God, I said, so what is this that I'm seeing? What are those? And God said, those are my gifts. Somewhere in a moment of their consciousness, they were grateful. They gave gratitude to me for something that happened in their life. And I was able to give back to them. I won't give to impose, but I will give to share. As you give, so shall you receive. But they weren't open to the receiving. So that which I gave to them sort of hangs with them, lingers with them, is present with them. (laughs) And every once in a while, it will even bump into them. Just to maybe stir them into looking to see, well, what is that? What is there? And maybe yourself have felt that happen. Felt something wanting to come into your life, but you didn't allow it. Something bumping you on the top of your head and wondering what it was but not looking to really allow it in or maybe you didn't know how to allow it in. How many of us are good receivers? I mean, we're great givers often. We'll give much more easily and in fun and in joy and in freedom than we will receive. We feel unworthy, we're not sure how to receive something and take it in, in gratitude. <clears throat> I've seen people being given all kinds of things, physically and otherwise, and all they do is they go, oh, that's okay, no, you don't have to do that, don't, don't put yourself out, no thank you, you know, or they take it and they receive it and they go, "Well, well, thanks a lot, I really appreciate it. But they're embarrassed. To receive. The key in this action is to be open, to be totally vulnerable to receiving God's loving, to receiving God's gifts. Don't be ashamed. Don't be embarrassed. Don't feel unworthy. God doesn't feel unworthy of receiving your love, however little or however big it is. he receives it like my father received that little present. Oh my God, this is just so wonderful. Thank you. God just takes it in as though this is the greatest gift he's ever received. And guess what? He will give to you the greatest gift you have ever received if you will allow it in. You've got to allow it in. Do you allow God's loving in? Do you know how to receive? Well, that's not a question to worry about. That's not a place to focus. Because guess what? You focus there and that's what you get. You get what you focus on. Rather focus on learning about this movement of loving, becoming aware of this movement of loving, about experiencing this movement of loving, and realize that there's two actions here, giving and receiving. And maybe you're better at giving, but not receiving. But all you have to do is allow yourself to begin open a little bit just a little bit and allow God's gift to you to come in however it's going to come in and just be grateful for it but don't be grateful and go oh well that's not a whole lot but okay thank you but rather whatever it is go thank you Lord I really appreciate this And I send my loving back with you. Here's my gift to you. In that moment, things begin to open. Things begin to move and change in your life and in yourself. It's kind of like the dam that begins to have a little crack in it. Once that crack forms, it's not going to close back up. It's only going to get bigger over time. And the more the movement of the water behind that dam is, the greater the pressure. And the greater the pressure, the easier it is for that crack just to begin to widen and widen until the water really begins to flow through it. Well, maybe you yourself have created a great dam But now it's cracking. And all that loving that you've not allowed in is going to start seeping through that crack. Well, the moment just a drop moves through and comes out the other side of the dam, the waters behind begin to move in a different way, begin to shake, and so will loving. Because it all wants to come out now. It wants to keep on going. It doesn't want to be dammed up. And it will just begin to move and open that to be wider and wider until it is just flowing once again. And that really takes place both in the giving and the receiving. Because many of us have created a dam, a wall, a barrier by which we don't even allow ourselves to share our loving. And it may be that we've got to begin to allow it to begin to crack by just sharing a little bit of loving. And maybe we don't even say it out loud. We don't want anybody to hear it. Oh my God, what would they think of me? But we can think it We can look and say, ooh, I love that flower. I love that color. I love the shape of those clouds. Just move it inside yourself consciously, however you do it. And the more you do it every day, the more that loving will begin to move inside of you until one day you'll just say to somebody, you know, I really love you. I love our friendship. And you'll go, where did that come from? It all came from the moment where you said inside yourself silently oh I love the color of that flower I love the shape of that cloud. (coughs) It starts somewhere but once it begins to flow it only gets greater as long as you allow it. Now unlike a concrete dam that is hard to seal and close up once again once the crack begins to form. That barrier inside, that dam inside of you, whether it's in the giving or the receiving end, can crack. And we can even begin to experience the loving moving into our life or into our sharing of our loving But we also can close it right back up, seal it up like it never was cracked. And why would that happen? Why would we do that? Well, many of us are afraid. We live in fear. We live in fear of what other people think of us. We live in fear of what may really lie inside Who are we really? Oh my God, I'm, I'm afraid I could be a monster inside. There's a part of me that seems so cruel and hard and indifferent and uncaring. I just don't know if I want to know more of that. And when we begin to feel that movement of loving taking place, whether it's in the giving and receiving, we may just panic. We may go, oh wow, that feels good. Oh my God, what is that? Oh no, I don't want that. And we close it back up again. And that's fine. But one day, allow yourself to leave it open a little bit longer. To allow a little bit more to take place. And just see, where does it really lead? What does it really bring about in your life? In yourself? In how you feel about you and about this creation? You may be very surprised. You may begin to find that you're not alone, you're not separate, that you're not forgotten, that you're not misunderstood. You may find that this loving is what you've been longing for all the time, and that this longing is the answer to every question as it begins to reveal itself as loving. All of us have a longing of some kind. Now we may have become numb even to that, but we still have a longing inside of us that's stirring. For some of us, it's a longing for success in the world, for fulfillment of some kind in the world, whether it be in relationship or money or success and a title Or it may be a different kind of a longing than how we interpret it. It may be a longing for understanding, for loving, for acceptance, for participation. It's all one longing. There's no different longings inside. It's all one thing. And we're going to long for whatever it is we're to experience for our own personal growth, for our own experience of awakening. And maybe for some of us, our longing is into the world so that we learn about this world and fulfill ourselves in the world. And for others, the longing is really to now let go of the world. I've done the world. Oh my God, I've done it enough. I don't want to do it anymore. I long for spirit. I long for God. I long for something more. Allow yourself to follow the longing and see where it wants to take you. And see how it is that you can bring something into action inside yourself to bring that longing into fulfillment, whatever it be. Ultimately, that longing will bring you to the loving, will bring you to your soul, will bring you to the awareness of peace and joy. And for some, it may be a quick journey to that place. And for others, we may have more to do in the world to fulfill in this longing before we come to that place of going inside. So don't be afraid of your longing. Allow yourself to experience it and to move with it. Because that longing is God's voice calling you into fulfillment calling you into fulfillment. And the more we can respond to that, the more we're going to find our own fulfillment, whatever it be. My fulfillment isn't your fulfillment. And your fulfillment isn't your neighbor's fulfillment. Each of us have a particular action that God placed within us to do, to fulfill. And that's what the longing is about. But ultimately, we all end up in the same place, back in God's heart, back in God's loving heart, back into that river of loving, back into the ocean of loving, and back into God's fulfillment. From which we came, so shall we return. We are of spirit. When we came out of spirit as a drop of loving, to go into all of creation as this drop of loving soul, to have experience. But all the time the drop is longing to go back into the ocean of loving, to go back into the oneness once again from which it came. That's what the longing is really all about. I long to go home. I long to become one again, knowingly, not living in separation. And that day will come. But the greatest news I can share with you is truly, you never left that place. You the beingness that you are never left there. You've always been one in God, one in the ocean of love and mercy. You have been one all the time. And all it is for you to do is to wake up and know that to be true. Wake up. Wake up and know. Wake up and experience. Wake up and live the loving. Because it is that loving that that you are, that dwells within the heart of God right now. I think Rumi put it so well when he said, wake up, wake up, and don't go back to sleep. There are those souls on this pathway that truly have come awake, have known themselves to be soul and spirit and loving, to know the realm of soul the realm of spirit that movement of the divine and then they turn around and they just get called back up in the world again it happens don't let it happen to you wake up wake up and don't go back to sleep rumi says that is what he said to his disciples and that's what he says and all spiritual teachers say in some form to all of their disciples upon this path of sound and light. Wake up. Just wake up. And remember, don't go back to sleep. Don't look back down into the world again and go call back up in it and forget the truth of who you are. <clears throat> don't get caught up in the illusion once again and believe the illusion to be real in the spirit to be an illusion. So when you leave here today, leave here with an excitement, a joy at this time of a season of giving and receiving. And no matter what the world gives you, in this season or any season, receive it in loving. Receive it in gratitude. Receive it with enthusiasm. Because that is the way by which God will participate with you in giving you the means by which to live in the greater loving, no matter what is given to you. So greater than that, I don't know what else to say. That's a mouthful. So what I'll do is I'll just wish you on behalf of my myself and Brian a very Merry Christmas. May it be filled with all of God's loving, however it manifests in your life. And may you share that loving with all those around you, as well as with God, however you wish to do that. And I guess we'll see you here again next Sunday. Thank you.